this thing. All right. Um, got my tablet, got my cup, got my sign. Lights are on, windows are open, cats being annoying. I'm on time. We got this. You have food. What do you want? Anybody want a cat? All right. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Today is Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. Ah, there's good stuff. All right. Well, it is Thursday. And what's going on today? Not a lot worth reporting. Today is is dealing with, with email and projects and little things like that. Probably going to record an episode at some point. Pop into the office, get some work done there. Uh, the chimney is getting cleaned today. Um, it's a lot cheaper to do it in the summer. That's why I do it. And then I'll work out tonight. Pretty straightforward. Nothing terribly special happening, but should be a good day. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be. It was rather rainy yesterday. I, in fact, as I was driving around, I saw people off the road from just the rain. You know, one per, one car accidents. It was crazy. Bunch of hydroplaning going on. That's what happens when Vermont decides to dig up like all of the highway at once and that grooved pavement catches a lot of water. Not safe. I'm not in charge of road construction, so I have no say. Now, today being Thursday, there is a new episode of Martial Arts Radio out, and this one's a little different. You might want to check this out. Episode 425? I think five. Good morning, Jordan. Uh, episode 425 is a collaboration with the 13th Hour podcast. Uh, a gentleman named Mr. Joshua Bloom reached out and we did an episode where we talked about Return, the, uh, not Return, the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, the classic Kung Fu movie. And this was his idea and he floated a few movie options and admittedly, I'd never seen the movie. So decided, you know what, this is a good reason to watch it. And we talked about it for close to an hour. So check that out, it's here on YouTube or at whistlekickmartialartsradio.com or of course in your podcast app. Just search for Martial Arts Radio. You'll find it. Uh, bottom line, I watched it. I liked it. And I'll tell you why if you listen to the show. So, uh, what else we got? What else is going on? Uh, dropped a new hat in the store a couple days ago. I forgot to talk about that yesterday. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, it was a little strange that I'd never seen that show. Uh, seen that movie. And that's why I watched it. In fact, very few sh movies from before 1990 have made it through my eyeballs. I've seen the Star Wars stuff, E.T., uh, a handful of martial arts movies, but very, very few movies. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, we got some questions. We can talk about those questions. Um, what else? Oh. Yeah, I said there's a new item, new hat 
in a store. Dropped a bucket hat in the store the other day. It's kind of cool. Check it out. Probably gonna grab one for myself, even though I don't look good in hats. I have a strangely shaped head. The top of my head is very short. So to put a hat on, it comes down to like here. And if I leave it to here, then it sticks up to here. And it looks like I'm wearing a top hat. And it just doesn't look right. Now once in a while I can find a kid's hat that fits my head. And that works. But I don't generally shop around in the kid's section. I had friends in high school, female friends, who were small enough that they would still shop in the girls' section and were very excited because the clothes were cheaper. I don't really need hats. I don't have any hair. Might as well pick up as much sun as I can. It's like a sunroof for your head. I think that's going to be my new saying. I'm not bald. I have an open-air hairstyle. Oh, that's even better. I'm going to trademark that. All right, so i got some questions here, and if you want to write in with some questions, the best place to do it is drop it below. I'll answer them tomorrow. Uh, of course, if you listen or otherwise can't get to YouTube, email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. It might take me a couple days to answer those because it doesn't fit with my workflow well, but they'll get answered. Don't worry. All right. It has been said that there are no ordinary moments. Do you think this is true? This quote is from Way of the Peaceful Warrior, and I do recognize it from Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Way of the Peaceful Warrior, um, was a pretty, pretty transformational book. Um, reading that book kind of ushered in, uh, I don't want to say an era because it's been my life since then. Okay, so I'm going to answer this. Let's see, what else? Do we have other things? Peaceful Warrior. Uh... Alright, I'm going to answer this and then I'm going, to I'm going to try to summarize quickly my Way of the Peaceful Warrior story. Because it's, if you've read the book, it is a very Way of the Peaceful Warrior story. So, in that book, in that movie, uh, the character Socrates says there are no ordinary moments. Um, I think it is true. I think if you're present, there's always something going on that is different, that is special. There's, by definition, each moment is unique. So appreciate it, because you have it, and it's gone. And I think there are times in our lives where it's easier to be present and to appreciate those moments. Uh, sometimes when you're you're in the midst of, you know, you're you're at a um, you know, a, a movie you've been anticipating or, or a show or you're with someone that you, you love deeply, these, these moments can be pretty powerful. But it's easy to take them for granted because we generally live in anticipation. We're generally looking into the future. What's coming? What's next? What do I get to? And I am more guilty of this than most. I'm better than I used to be. But I... I still struggle with this. I've gotten better at it as I've gotten older. Because you realize that... Hey, you know, where did all those years go? Maybe I should start appreciating where I'm at. So here's my story. 
uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. It's a book by Dan Millman. It's a, I think we can say a famous book. It's not quite a martial arts book, even though there are some martial arts uh, philosophical elements that kind of thread through. Uh, I don't know that Dan Millman has any martial arts training. So it was my sophomore year of college, and this girl moves into one of the, the dorm rooms next door, moves into a single, and end up meeting her. She was really cute. We started hanging out, and I was still in my I don't read phase because high school had killed the desire to read. College, you know, didn't help. But she comes by one day with this book and says, I'd like you to, no, what did she say? I think you should read this, something to that effect. It wasn't, I want you to read this. It was, there was something that she picked up in me that she thought it would be appropriate and, and beneficial for me to read this book. Now, of course I did because this cute girl asked me to read this book and Thought maybe we'd talk about it. And so I did. And then she was gone. Within two weeks, she moved in and moved out. No idea where she went. Nobody else did either. Um, I'd finished the book. Um, she did not want to go out with me. I gave her back the book. We continued to hang out uh, as friends, but that was it. I feel pretty confident that this girl popped into my life to get me to read this book because the number of things that have spidered off from that book, from me reading that book, um, pretty astronomical. I think it's safe to say that without that book, this show, Whistlekick, would not exist. Uh, virtually nothing going on in my life would be the same. If you have not read this book, you should. There is a movie. The movie does the book justice, but it does not get into the deeper stuff that is the important, the meat of the book. So, check it out. It's an easy read. It's an entertaining read. Uh, I've read some about Dan Millman's other books, and I don't like them nearly as much. I don't think they're anywhere close to that level. Question two, how have the martial arts helped veterans? Well, I'm not a veteran and I have not worked with veterans at the level that I'm gonna make any sweeping generalizations or, or um, bold direct statements. But I would imagine there are a couple things going on. One, I know there are organizations that are teaching martial arts to veterans, for example, Master Scott Lombardo, who lives on the coast of New Hampshire, he's teaching veterans, has a program, a nonprofit specifically for veterans. And he's been on the show, and um, he's a good guy. I've had the chance to train with him a little bit. And a very, very nice person. In fact, I haven't talked to him in ages and probably should. But I know his program is not the only one like that. There are programs that are offering martial arts to veterans as an outlet, as community, as something to help them either reintegrate as they come back in from being overseas, being at war, or 
simply to help sustain them. And many of those programs specifically um, facilitate veterans with injuries. You know, teaching martial arts to someone with, with one leg is really different than teaching martial arts to someone with two legs. So that's something I know that in, at Master Lombardo School that they um, they uh, focus on isn't the right word, but they they help with. Uh, and then I don't know how much happens now, but of course, a huge number of the martial arts, let's say, kind of grandparent type age people, individuals in their late 60s, 70s. They learned martial arts while they were overseas. Bill Wallace, Joe Lewis, they learned martial arts overseas. Chuck Norris learned martial arts overseas while they were deployed. So while it's not what's happening now, I think we all owe a debt of gratitude to those veterans who brought martial arts back and started spreading it. And I would imagine that for at least some of them, it gave them purpose when they returned. They found something that they were passionate about that they wanted to continue. Something that, you know, let's face it, martial arts and being in the military have some similarities. There's rank, there are, there's hierarchy, right? There's regimented training. I, I see a lot of uh, synergy there. So I would imagine that that's helpful. Of course, military training now incorporates a lot of martial arts. The hand-to-hand -hand training has progressed. has oh, progressed very far. We've had a couple of people on the show who have been in, um, participated in military combatives. Um, one coming to mind right now, uh, Elise Lenahan. Friend of mine, daughter of a friend of mine from the area who earned her black belt in Taekwondo and then went into the Marines and earned her black belt in uh, the Marine Corps program, MICMAP, Marine Corps Martial Arts Program. Pretty sure that's what the acronym stands for. You know, so we've, we've heard some of those stories. And it's pretty cool stuff. So, yeah. And finally, what's our last question for today? It's been said that physical fitness is its own self-defense. What do you think this means? That's a quote from Sensei Ando. So, um, Sensei Ando did not write that in, but I want to give a shout out to Sensei Ando, Fight for a Happy Life podcast. Good guy, good friend. Uh, been completely supportive of, of what's gone on with Whistlekick, and admittedly, you know, there are a handful of people I look to and pay att close attention to what they're doing because they inspire me and they set the bar really high. Since Ando was one of them. So uh, if you're not familiar with what he's doing, his YouTube channel's killing it. I mean, it's got a bajillion views. Uh, of course, he's got his podcast. So go check out what he's got going. Physical fitness is its own self-defense. Uh, to say it another way, stronger people are harder to kill. If you are fit, you are healthy you will carry yourself in a different way you will be more confident you see this if you look just at nothing else you observe people you will see that the people who are in better shape 
carry themselves differently. They have more confidence. They tend to keep their head up, their shoulders back, more so than people who are less healthy and will round their shoulders and look down. This is a defeated position, right? This says, I am a victim. So to walk around confidently means you are going to deal with less crap from other people. If you are in better physical condition, if crap comes up, you can run away better. You can, if it comes to it, fight better. And if you are being hit, hurt, you can handle more punishment. There is nothing that we do in life that is not better served by being healthier, stronger, fitter, whatever you want to call it. So don't ignore that. Live longer. You know, we, we in the martial arts, we tend to get bogged down in self-defense as defending against a, a violent attack. Well, self-defense is defending yourself against anything. How about the pressures of, of life? How about aging? It doesn't matter what you do. The healthier you are, the better you can face it. So, yeah, I completely agree with this quote. I think it's it's pretty elegant and there's a lot there that a lot of people should uh, should pay better attention to. So, yeah. Good questions today. Don't forget, drop your questions below. I'm going to throw you some homework in just a moment, so stick around. Don't forget, we do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. But you can catch it later at firstcupwithjeremy.com or in your podcast feed. Of course, you can still watch it here on YouTube. It's always available there, as well as all of the old episodes. Check them out. We've started uh, titling them with some of the questions, the subjects of the questions. So if you want to dig back and find something that maybe you want to watch on the weekends. I don't know. Okay. All right, so here's your homework. So I talked about Way of the Peaceful Warrior as being a really impactful book, as being not quite a moment, but a period in time that really changed my life for the better. And we all have those moments. We all have those times. Uh, awesome, Jordan, thank you. Look forward to seeing those questions. I'd like you to consider those moments that you've had. Who are the people or the books or the movie or the, the failure or the class that pushed you into the next stage of your life. What was so impactful about that or those or them? Reflect on that. Appreciate it. If it was a person, thank them. Seek them out. Say, hey, I am a dramatically different and better person because of you. Thank you. Don't be afraid to acknowledge that. And don't be afraid to embrace experiences because you never know what they're going to lead to. All right? I hope you have a fantastic day. 
see you back here tomorrow. Peace.